And now, National Post columnist, journalist, and award-winning author, Christy Blatchford. It happened in front of thousands of people, none of whom saw anything, I guess. Well, shame on you. Brought to you by Aaron Waxman and Associates. Questions about your long-term disability claim? Call Aaron at 416-661-4878. Ryan Doyle, Sarah McIntyre here on The Live Drive. You know, we just had a caller call in and say, you know, I'll kick in some money. If you want to do that and you want to try to help this lady out, I'll, I'll kick in a hundred bucks as well, a couple hundred bucks, and we, we can get something going. If you want to email us, drive at Newstalk1010.com. I don't want to see this lady live in, no. the, in the dark with, you know, no air conditioning in the middle of the summertime. It's probably hot, no water, hot up there. Yeah. No water. So uh, if you want to do something like that and you, you want feeling generous this afternoon, I'm happy to spearhead something to that effect, try to make a p- negative story into a positive. Christy Blatchford is here from the National Post. Christy, we've been talking about this pensioner this afternoon. Doesn't own a clothes dryer. She's given up on cable TV, telephone, the whole bit. And she's still been disconnected from her hydro. Yep, I, I'm with Sarah. Um, I think it's disgraceful, and mm-hmm. I think what it really shows is how very tough it is to be poor, because people who are poor have to make choices like that all the time. Do I pay this bill? Do I pay this other bill? And all those bills are going up, and their incomes, their pensions aren't going up, and you know you don't expect a bureaucracy to to have any empathy, and they don't. Um, I honestly, it makes me enraged. This is why I believe in a, you know, a, a decent minimum annual wage for everyone, and all those stupid programs that you have to know about to apply mm-hmm. for. Forget about it. Just give people enough to live decently. You don't have to give them enough to live in luxury. But I, everyone should. I mean, we are a rich, lucky country. We should not be having old people getting their hydro cut off. You know, it's interesting you said that because I thought exactly the same thing when we had the guy call in who cuts off hydro for a living, if you can imagine doing that job. Yeah, great job. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, and he's listing off all of these programs she could apply to. And I'm thinking to myself, why? how many different programs are out there? Why don't we just give people, uh, you know, a, enough money to live with some dignity? That's exactly what we should do. And that doesn't mean, by the way, $25,000 a year. It means more than that. And it, it you would not... I think if you did this properly, I've talked about this before, if you got rid of the various other subsidies and quit trying to control what people do with their money, which is what a subsidy does. If you give Mm -hmm. a subsidy for hydro, you're saying, okay, you're getting this money, but it's only going for hydro. Mm -hmm. Stop all that stuff. Just make sure people aren't living undignified, uncomfortable lives. We're not, we don't have so many people. We can't do that. Uh, it was three years ago today that Sammy Yatim, the 18-year-old, lost his life on that streetcar. The officer uh, who was charged and convicted in connection with Mr. Yatim's death, Constable Forsillo, he faces his sentencing tomorrow. Uh, what are we looking at? Just maybe remind everybody where we are with this case. Sure. Well, there's a mandatory minimum sentence. He was, you'll recall, uh, charged with both uh, second-degree murder and attempted murder, and he was acquitted of second-degree murder, but convicted of attempted murder. For This is for the second volley of shots that he fired into Sammy Yatim's uh, fallen body. Um, and make it the verdict what you will. I still find it confusing, but there's a mandatory minimum sentence for attempted murder with a firearm. I think it, I can't remember if it's five years or six years, but it's at least five. So he will be sentenced tomorrow, and presumably, though his lawyers have argued against the mandatory minimum being unconstitutional, and uh, I don't know what the judge is going to say about that, though I can guess, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm, I'm guessing that 
he will get more than the mandatory minimum, which might allow the judge the luxury of not having to deal with the constitutional question. And then I think there will be probably an immediate appeal of the conviction and sentence both. Will this thing be pretty quick tomorrow? Or are we I have no idea. Okay. I mean, it, it can go any number of ways. It could be over in 10 minutes. It could last all morning. It could move to another court. Uh, you don't know. I ha- You know, like another courtroom, if yeah. the appeal were to be heard, or a date for an appeal were to be, be heard, or if they tried to... Uh, keep Mr. Uh, Fursillo out on bail pending the appeal. I mean, there's all sorts of ways and things that could happen. One of the other cases, of course, that you covered was the Gian Gameshi trial. Today, a researcher studying public reaction to that case says social media scrutiny of the trial could lead to crowdsourced reforms for how the legal system handles sexual assault claims. And let us hope that all that happens because there's nothing quite like social media. People miles (laughs) away from the courtroom without a, a, a scintilla of knowledge basing their opinions on sometimes uh, accurate, sometimes less than accurate tweets uh, from 1,000 or 500 or 50 miles away, whatever it is. I mean, good grief. I have to read you one of the other quotes from this law student. Uh, She says, I think it's unprecedented. You don't usually hear ordinary Canadians commenting on whether they think the justice system is fair. I hear it all the time. Oh, right. Does she is she on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, it's not just social media. I mean, for as long as I've been covering courts, people have had, you know, pretty raging opinions about whether the the courts are fair. And guess how the opinions line up? If somebody is acquitted, and that your opinion is that he should be acquitted, then by God, it's good justice. And if he's convicted, and you don't think he should be, then by God, the justice system needs improvement. Yeah, nobody sits in the middle and waits and views it with, you know, intense scrutiny and all of that kind of stuff. Everybody's mind is made up, and if it falls in line with your opinion, it's great, right? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yep. It's like everything else. Pretty, pretty much. Christy, <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks. Christy Blatchard, of course, brought to you by Aaron Waxman and Associates. When your long-term disability claim has been denied, email awaxman at awaxmanlaw.ca.